It is 65 million years since the dinosaurs vanished, but one species that lived alongside them is still with us, bees. These industrious insects have therefore been on Earth far longer than we have. Indeed, according to experts, bees may have been buzzing around for some 90 million years. It seems incredible to think that this species that has outlived so many others is now all of a sudden in rapid decline. How has this come to pass? What would a world without bees look like? And how can we protect our bee colonies? Find out more in this episode. Bees play a critical role in our ecosystem, with 84% of cereal rarities dependent on pollination by bees and other insects. But these pollinators have found themselves in a perilous position as a result of a combination of factors including habitat loss, climate change, invasive species and pesticide use. In Western Europe in particular, beekeepers have been observing an unusual decline in bee populations for the last 10 to 15 years. To get a clearer picture of the situation, the European Union initiated a process to assess the status of its bees, the results of which were published in spring 2015. This European Red List of Bees identifies species that are threatened with extinction in Europe, so that appropriate conservation action can be taken. Georgi Stefanov, responsible for climate and energy practice at WWF Bulgaria, told my colleagues from BNR that... Thanks to the Green Deal, more attention will be paid to beekeepers over the coming seven years. He also points out that there is a far greater understanding nowadays of the importance of our bees. There is a clear public awareness of the extremely important role bees play in agriculture and also of the fact that this industry has not traditionally been subsidized or supported. Bees are not a standard domesticated species that humans can easily control, count, treat and farm. They are insects to whom we have given a beehive, the hive in which they live, and our relationship with them is one of symbiosis. They pollinate our plants, almost all crops are pollinated by bees, and we must realize that without them, yields will decrease significantly. Theodora Todorova, vice chair of Bulgaria's National Association of Women Beekeepers, has been involved in beekeeping for almost 18 years. Todorova manages four apiaries and a center for bee breeding and genetics. She has witnessed bee mortality up close and firmly believes that pesticides are to blame. The beekeeper is the first person to sense a change in the bee population. Beekeepers notice how their bees start to behave. They may seem them decrease dramatically in a very short space of time. But they are defenseless if this happens, because proving that a pesticide is involved is quite expensive. The samples cost around 500 euro, and not every beekeeper can afford this. Then come the lawsuits, because proving that you are right is not easy, yet the results speak for themselves. The Safe Bees and Farmers European Citizens Initiative is currently collecting signatures from across the EU for phasing out synthetic, synthetic pesticides in European agriculture by 2035. And just now, at the end of June 2021, EU agriculture ministers discussed bee protection once again. They now agree on the need to set clear and ambitious targets to protect honeybees from pesticides across the EU, based on the latest guidance from the European Food Safety Authority. 
If the targets previously proposed by the European Commission are endorsed by all European member states, national authorities will be obliged to act if their country's bee population shrinks by more than 10% owing to pesticide use. Apiculture is certainly an important part of European agriculture. There are around 630,000 beekeepers and 60 million hives in the EU, producing 234,000 tons of honey per year, making the bloc the second largest honey producer in the world after China. Honey is worth some 14 million euros a year to the European economy. Yet, owing to poor climatic conditions, honey production has declined in the main producing countries in the south and east of the EU. This decrease has not, however, led to higher prices, producers report, partly due to an influx of counterfeit or diluted honey from other parts of the world. According to a 2020 press release issued by Copacogega, the EU's largest agricultural association, this situation cannot be dismissed as an economic problem. For several years now, the EU has been providing support to the beekeeping sector through national apiculture programs and rural development measures. Sustainable agriculture also enhances bee health and improves biodiversity. But while the EU is taking steps in the right direction, it is individuals who lead the way when it comes to protecting bee colonies. Margozata Lazoka from a village near Warsaw has combined her passion for nature and her creativity to help save endangered species of bees and butterflies. From her small workshop, Lazoka has introduced her own unique twist on the traditional medieval art of making handmade paper by adding a mixture of plant-based cellulose fibers, fresh flowers and herbs to produce paper that is beautiful, practical and ecological at the same time. My colleagues from Polsky Radio asked her about her project. Uh. Możemy też tworzyć tutaj w papiernie, wytworzyć też papier, który ma dwie warstwy papieru nałożone jedna na drugą. We can produce here in our factory paper made of two layers, one on top of the other. The first one contains lacy fasciliae seeds and then there is a very thin layer of a few cellulose fibers mixed with a dough for the bees with glucose on it. When we want to feed a bee that is flying by, we can pour a little water on this paper, and if the bee is hungry, it will eat the glucose dissolved in the paper. Lacy Facilia is known as the queen of honey plants. By incorporating these seeds, Lasoka has created paper that can later be planted and will go on to sprout nectar-producing flowers for bees. This biodegradable and eco-friendly paper attracts not only airborne pollinators, but also environmentally conscious entrepreneurs who want to use it as business stationery or product packaging. Lasoka has received many inquiries from French, Belgian and Danish companies who are interested in using her paper for closing labels, soap packaging and business cards, for example. Ten papier jest do w momencie, kiedy już spełni swoją... After this paper has served its purpose as a label, business card, document or advert, when we are sure we want to dispose of it, then we can plant it in the ground, in a pot, garden or wherever, 
and we can feel sure that six weeks later there will be a plant growing out of it that will blossom with violet lacy phacelia flowers to feed the local bees. Veronika Feicht from the Munich Environmental Institute explains that there are other ways we can get involved in protecting our bee colonies too. Man kann in seinem eigenen Garten oder Balkon natürlich immer was dafür tun, dass sich Bienen und auch andere Insekten da wohlfühlen. Dadurch, dass, um We can of course all design our balconies and gardens to be as bee-friendly as possible, even or especially in cities. Since industrial agriculture has destroyed so many habitats, there may be greater biodiversity in the city than in the countryside. And as well as planting bee-friendly flowers, we should also be taking part in initiatives and think about what political party we vote for. Bildungsarbeit mache zur Aufklärung über das Insektensterben, das sind ja alles Dinge, die jeder von uns machen kann und die natürlich einen Unterschied machen. So, even those of us who are not as creative as paper entrepreneur Lasoka can all start earning our honey right away. 